You won't believe this, but as I'm leaving, she calls me Susie. I don't see you as a Susie. Sharon, maybe. What am I, a bulimic, chain-smoking stenographer from Staten Island? Who are you describing? Someone I know. Named Sharon? I'd rather not say. May 19th, 2013. Hello, everybody. Why is it Thursday night is party night in LA? I don't get it. That's how you say hello? I'm just wondering because it's like every Thursday night is like every douche hat ass bro is out there. You can't do that. Why? You said it was funny when I said it. It was mine. You stole it. I was going to save it and repeat it here on the show and then you steal my catchphrase. Well, it was funny. Douche hat ass bro. I made it up. It's better when you say it. I was gonna I was gonna act very natural and original and spontaneous. Like, you're with like, it. like I just came up with it right now. Exactly. All and right, then you go and erase steal it, it and start over. Oh, we're just gonna erase it now? Yeah. So I could either get back douche hat aspro as my own and be the first to say it, or I can erase the evidence of you stealing it from me. Like a horrible person. I think you're gonna pick option A. I think that's something only a douche hat aspro would do. Steal someone's <laughs> phrase like that so i think i'm gonna leave it so there's evidence to all the world of your douche but... hat ass brewery <gasps> that's harsh man well then stealing people's catchphrases isn't so i think it was just it fit oh, in right there and i no, loved it you didn't give me a chance man i know well you why you do me like this uh, that's really the question that's what makes you such an ass bro oh come on Mm-mm. That doesn't work any other way. Ass bra, that doesn't work. Ass bra? <laughs> like, to, to feminize it, like no. Spanish. <laughs> ass gal? <laughs> Douchat ass gal. Douchat ass gal. That's what I did there. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know, let's talk about some news. Oh. <laughs> want to talk about you know what i think it's phantom canyon yes that's what we were gonna talk about (laughs) you're like fine we're not gonna talk about it anymore (laughs) but now i just don't wanna because some ass gals hanging around stealing stuff with her douche hat oh (laughs) that's right mom (laughs) ah funny the casting call for Phantom Canyon going right on with it. You're went up last week. Oh, it sure did. There are ten roles, five fellers and five ladies. And four are, are more major than the rest. Well, yes, there are four main characters, and those roles will be paid in cash monies. Yes. Yeah, the other roles will be for credit only because they are, you know, smaller smaller roles. But that is credit in a professional production, so it is still professional voice acting that you can, like, put on your resumes and yes. your CVs. Although it's it's um, non-union. I know we didn't yes, say that, for, but it's kind well, of obvious. I, we added that there. But for those of you who are already professional voice actors and need to know for regulations and things, it is a non-union production at this point that is open only to U.S. residents for contractual reasons right it's our first one we got to make things easy on us and figure it all out 
Yeah. And <laughs> I think it's funny to say easy on us because okay. we're like in legal contract nightmare. We're like, ah! Easier. Trying to figure out, yeah. you know, how to do this stuff. It's a lot of work. It so is. So we're going to stick to one country <laughs> for the first one. Let's just, for this time around. See if we can get it kids. sorted. Yeah. And then we'll see about, the you know. future. Yes. But yes, this is our, yay, we're going to be a professional production production. Yes. And our first one. And like our other productions, it will come out. So see, no worries there. Yeah. Woo! Right. <laughs> we mentioned last week that all six scripts were done. Right. Uh, and that, or uh, that we were going to do a polish, and we've done that polish. Uh, we might still do another editing, <clears throat> excuse me, editing pass on them. Uh, but for the most part, they are done. Um, they have been sent off to Jared the director, so that he can start getting a feel for them and compiling sound effects and figure out what he wants to do with stuff. So that is all very exciting. And yes, the casting call went up. It is uh, active until June 7th. That is the last day you may audition. And please do not wait till the last minute. Please. And we're already receiving auditions, people. We are. Quite so a few. So you've already got some competition. You don't want to wait till the last minute. Because some of them are pretty good. And what Just if we saying. fall in love with someone before we hear you? That's not good. I mean, no. we'll, we'll, we'll keep an open mind. I mean, you know, I know. How could we, right? all of them. Because we last. would love you if you just you auditioned. You are the one we want to fall in love with. <laughs> but we can't do that if you don't send your auditions in. So, so get them in! You better do it. Do it. Don't be a douche hat ass bro. <laughs> send them in. From Colorado Springs, Colorado, because where else would you have Colorado Springs? We have Paul Brueggemann. Hey, Jordan. How are you? Hey, how's it going, man? I didn't forget your name. My my jaw just kind of locked, and I couldn't pronounce anything. That's okay. I've had brain stoppages from time to time. <laughs> I've been talking all day, and I really need to stop. Well, hopefully you can endure a little bit more. I can endure uh, whatever you... I guess I can't. Uh, <laughs> no, it's fine. I'll be fine. I'll be good. <laughs> Alrighty. So, we have questions, comments. Well, more questions than comments. Which and, is so overwhelming. I didn't even know people wanted to talk to me. Well, you you are on people's minds. Cool. <laughs> So let's let's jump in and talk about um, art. Ooh, ooh! You gonna do some more art? I did. I did some. Mm -hmm. Yeah, some I did a cover for seminar uh, a while back. Um, I don't even remember what episode it was. Uh, I don't remember. Anyways, um, I was talking with Anna because she wrote that ep one of the shorts in that episode, and uh, she said it was a a, um, a fan fiction of Hermione and Ron, and originally the the character on the front was just you know a normal brunette, and then uh, after she told me that, I made him a ginger. So uh, yeah, there's there's that for you. A little bit of tidbit of uh, in, in information for you. And I don't think I have anything else out yet. Thinking about doing some more? Well, uh, actually, 
next month you will see you'll see my stuff in uh, the pendant Shakespeare for Much Ado About Nothing. Very very cool. I did the I did the cover for that. Awesome. Yeah, art stuff and things and um, drawing. So you're doing more than just art for Much Ado. Uh, yeah, well, you can you can call it art in a sense. Um, I guess acting is an art, right, guys? Right? Yes, more I'm than choral art. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, it's not. Yes, it is. A, I, I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. I'm in Much Ado About Nothing, guys. And you can hear more of this in coming episodes. Um. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I play I play Benedict in Much Ado About Nothing, which was a great surprise uh, for me. Following in the footsteps of the great David Tennant, um, playing Benedict. So that's been great fun. I like that. Very, very cool. And so I'm going to ask you a question about the, the Shakespeare okay. side of Pendant. So have you done a lot of other Shakespeare related works uh outside of pendant mm -hmm. yes i i played tybalt in a production of R romeo and juliet of course um where else would tybalt be but uh that was that was downtown colorado springs and uh oh man i had so much fun with that it was set it was set in colorado springs which was kind of an odd place to set romeo and juliet but that's where it was set it was set in the 1940s ish so the the costuming for that was just phenomenal. I love I love that era for fashion. It's great. Well, in the fifties they set it in New York City. So, oh, did they? Yeah, you you might have heard of West Side Story. I thought that was in L.A. Oh no, that's New York City. Is it really? I thought it was New York City. Oh, isn't it? Um, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on. Let me. <laughs> I have the Blu-ray. Hold on, let me look. Uh, it doesn't say. New York, you were right, sir. Okay. I always envisioned it as New York. <laughs> I don't know why I thought L.A. Then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that movie is so amazing, and I've seen it a lot, but I never really know, know where it was. Slightly embarrassing. Shouldn't be talking about this over, over the airwaves. What, is that, what does that do to Romeo and Juliet? What does what do? Colorado Springs in the 40s. Nothing really. If you didn't know it, you wouldn't know it from the play. It was the same language. It was all the same lines, everything. But okay. There, for, the, for the playbill, they, they printed it out on newsprint. Mm -hmm. And they had little headlines from, from Colorado Springs on yep. there. Um, little backstories, I guess. Okay. And so, yeah, that was, that was a thing I did. So, do you do or are into Shakespeare um, a lot? Is it a, is it a big fascination of yours? A big interest of yours? Not not regularly. No. Um, for Romeo and Juliet, actually, they they kind of I was a third person. They cast as Tybalt. I was kind of their last resort, I guess, because <laughs> um, I didn't even audition. I I'm not so good with Shakespeare. Um, that's why it's so much fun to do it over 
over audio. <laughs> it's so much easier, I guess, to do it over audio because you don't really. Um, you're reading it there. You're and you're not memorizing it. Memorizing it was was a very difficult task for me, but um, yeah. So audio is it's uh, I guess beneficial as far as the acting because you get to read it right there. Okay. Um, but yeah, not not so much of a Shakespeare actor, I guess. Do you enjoy a lot of the Shakespeare plays that that are more common that you know people? Uh, of the ones that I've read about, yes. Um, I didn't even know about Othello until... I mean, I knew about Othello, but I didn't know the story at all until the casting call went out, so I had to research the characters, and I I don't know. Every time I look at a Shakespeare play, I really, really enjoy it. So, Okay. I personally have always had a hard time getting into Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. How, um, is it something that just comes to you? Is, is it something that you enjoy, or is there some mindset that you get into or do you look um, at it differently than you look at say a casting call for Genesis Avalon or oh, okay. anything else or just any other story that you might be interested in reading about or reading? Uh, for Shakespeare I guess it, it has their unique he has his unique stories and I um, I don't know I guess it comes naturally because I guess a lot of people have trouble with it. But if I if I really read it and you know try to dive into it, you know, it, it, I I don't know. I, I I love reading it. Okay. And uh, I actually have, and this is going to be a shout out to Miss Kate Baker, my my introduction to Shakespeare. Um, she really got me into it with a class that I had um, with her for Merry Wives of Windsor, and that was my first exposure to Shakespeare and such. So that was fun. Very cool. Okay, so um, let's stay in uh, England. Sure. And I like that place. I've never <laughs> been there, but let's I've seen pictures. <laughs> yeah, I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't made it across the pond yet. I'm, I'm hoping to. Right, yeah. Um, Everybody hopes to. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> so let's talk about your other character in uh, Merry Old England. Uh, which would be Leo Blake, correct? That's right. Tell him what he's I like. am in love with Leo Blake. No homo. Because he is fictional. No, you know. Anyways, if he was real, I'd probably go gay for him. That's not true. I don't know. I have a girlfriend. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but uh, Leo Blake, oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> he makes me laugh without me actually hearing. I can read Cat's writing and just be on the floor. It's it's priceless. I, lo I love it. I, <laughs> um, I don't even really know what else to say about him. Yeah, we can't. Um, as of I, this recording, we've got um, Genesis Avalon 41 has come 40, out. 41 just came out, and yeah, we can't really say anything about Leo without telling who he is and things um, pertaining to other things. Right. But we know he's a... Um, <laughs> he reminds me of uh, um, Neil Patrick Harris... In How I Met Your Mother, with, with how he is with the ladies. He's when, he, when he saw um, 
Oh, the name slips my mind. That's embarrassing. Natalie? Um, yes. When he sees Natalie, he's just it, jaw to the floor is so funny. Um, but yeah, that's that's where I take a little bit of inspiration for Leo. Another bit is uh, is a YouTuber named Toby, Toby Turner, and I'm I'm gonna admit to being a uh, a nerd more so here with uh, knowing of Toby Turner, but he's a little bit of where I took my inspiration for for Leo. All right, and also my my friend Leo. Uh, incidentally enough, he's he's kind of the same character. Well, if Leo Blake starts saying things like it'll be legend, wait for it. Yeah. Yeah. Then <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, no, I, I won't do that. I won't pull directly from NPH. Yeah. Wonderful as he is. So Leo, from what I remember from listening to 41 um, not too long ago, um, he seems kind of um, confident. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely confident, cocky, arrogant. Just what we need on Genesis Avalon. So if you haven't listened to 41. 40. I think he's in 40. Is he in 40? Yeah. I think that's his first one. First one would be in 40. So yeah. go listen to 40 and 41. If you haven't started season four yet, please <laughs> go listen. It's fantastic. It's amazing. And if you haven't started listening to Genesis Avalon, why are you listening to my interview with Paul Brugerman? My God, download the... The... Go right now. Go subscribe to iTunes. Leave yeah. a review. Send show. tweets and emails to Kat and Chris out telling them how wonderful the show is. Of course, if you don't like it, just don't listen. But how can you not like it? You know what I mean? Preaching to the choir here. Yep. So, um, you spend a lot of time switching gears now. You, you spend okay. a lot of time um, directing. I, I spend a lot of time directing. Yes, I do. Um, and from from what I've gathered, you you've you've gotten around. I've gotten around. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm an oh wait, I, I can't say that. <laughs> you've done a little directing on the line. Um. Yes. Um. They they had me they had me over there for the the two part series finale over there mm-hmm. and uh, oh that was a trip what made that different from the other stuff we're about to talk about the other shows like seminar and um uh it was very um what's the word uh well definitely supernatural mm-hmm. uh, mystical might be in another word I might use I brain's not working right now um but yeah it was I mean it wasn't necessarily different it was just unique I guess is the word from a content perspective or from yeah from a content not necessarily directing perspective but more yeah definitely the line is definitely unique in in that it's it's not like any other show that we have that's true that is true um Chris Burton definitely put something uh, very special together with that. Yes. Show. Uh, yeah. Um, and you've, even though it's a very young show, you've already made a mark on Tabula Rasa. Yeah. Um. Not cur- Not that you've heard yet. 
Um, I, I believe I start in uh, episode seven. Episode seven is, uh, is my first one with them, and then I do episode eight. But uh, that was a lot of fun, um, working with Dave and um, Anna and Jack over there. They're just a great group of people over there at Tabula Rasa. You can actually, <laughs> did you happen to see that picture that Jack or uh, Dave posted? It's, it's uh, our faces superimposed on the Fantastic Four uh, no, poster. The, the posted where, actually? Facebook. It was on Facebook. Oh, okay. No, I have not seen that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, but that's basically what we were when we did those two episodes all together. That was fun. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to those. I've, I personally have enjoyed Tabula Rasa so far. Tabula Rasa is just a beautiful show. I love it so much. And then you've also done some directing on Kingery. Uh, yeah, here and there. Um, whenever they need help anywhere, basically, um, they, they tend to go to me. Um, but yeah, I worked on the Kingery. I did... I don't even remember what episodes I did. Um... But I have a couple coming up with Jeffrey and Susan. Um, I believe the next two episodes of that as well um, are I, that I'm affiliated with. Okay, very cool. Look forward yep. to hearing those. Yes, and those ones are. Those ones are. Uh, they are full of full of uh, uh, things that I can't talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Very ambiguous. Yes, I try to be. Very, and and you've succeeded. <laughs> and and now you are the lead director. On I I would say temporary lead director. Temporary lead director. Maybe I don't maybe, even know. Anymore. On seven. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, that has been that has been a hoot. Um, What's made that a hoot? <laughs> I don't even know if anybody says that. I don't even say that word. Um, you just did. I, I have did. proof. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, let's see. That show, I actually had my first casting uh, um, uh, what is the word? Oh. The, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Ca- casting responsibilities, I guess, because oh. I was in charge of all that. Res- oh, okay. Casting and stuff. Um, that I have never done before and it is so overwhelming. You have no idea. There are so many good actors out there, and I can't cast everyone. And then I'm afraid people get mad at me for not casting them. And I have to be um, not so much biased when my when my friends or people audition. And then yeah, there's so much, so much go into casting i don't know how you guys do it every month or however often you do it it's a, uh, it's a trip and especially with seminar because you're getting a whole new cast every every episode and uh two casts sometimes yeah two well i was talking about like a whole as in a whole thing you know what i mean because mm-hmm. you have your regular cast for the rappers obviously right. but then you have those other two stories that have their own unique casts and yeah that's that's one of the things that I will definitely uh, keep keep uh, 
going with I don't even know what I'm saying. Don't don't mind the man behind the microphone. So was seminar um, your gateway drug independent? I mean, the way you first started in with Pendant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> going back and <laughs> remembering that. Um, okay, what episode was it? Hold on, I'm gonna look it up because <laughs> that was fun. That was my first ever exposure to working with Pendant. And the episode number is 28. Wow, that was a long time ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Long time ago. Let's see, 28, 28, 28 is 2009. 2009. So if that shows anything, it shows that I um, still can't act. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay I'm getting better I think I'm getting better yeah fun stuff so you're doing what exactly with seminar now I am well I'm directing it mm -hmm. uh, I basically whatever a lead director does I am doing it I put together the sound effects, I, I find, I, I score things, and I, I uh, clean lines. So as the lead director, are you handling the two stories, or are you primarily working with the rapper? Um, both. Okay. Yeah, I do everything on there. Okay. So everything you hear from 50 till whenever I stop doing it, that's all me doing stuff so you started with the the episode 50 that we yeah not i started with it. jason r wallace's short um the one he wrote yes called title goes here right. um <laughs> <laughs> i i'm sorry jason i know i know it but it's not there right now <laughs> it is oh Oh, I had it. I had it in my... And I missed it. Hold on. Let's see if I have it. Cut this out. Cut, cut this part <laughs> out. <laughs> Slightly embarrassing. Fights in a burning house. Fights in a burning house! <laughs> That's what I said. Fights yeah, in and a I, I was reiterating because it's a good title. It is. That was definitely a fun episode to listen to. So yeah, if you haven't listened to episode 50 of Seminar... Do so. Get it now. Get it now. In while well, supplies last on forever. And since it's digital, there are plenty of electrons. D yeah. Supplies are plenty. As long as you have a uh, internet connection and a cuddle buddy, you'll be able to listen. No, that's not true. <laughs> no, they need a player, not a cuddle buddy. Sorry. No, I knew. I knew that. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what kinds of things are you hoping to get to direct with um with seminar you, you get to you know jump into all different kinds yeah. of things what are you hoping to get to direct with seminar uh with seminar or at uh, all but seminar i think gives you the the broadest palette so to speak yeah no it really does um uh I don't know. 
I haven't really thought about it. I'd love to do a superhero one. That would be fun. Okay. Um, um, uh, I'd love to do fantasy. Fantasy is always fun. Um, I I'm hear, not sure. I hear we have something in Pendant that's being worked on that's fantasy-oriented. Yes, and I'm the director. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. I don't know how much I can talk about it, but... Uh, yeah, Colin Kelly is writing a, a uh, fantasy uh, show. Mm-hmm. And he kindly asked me to be director. Well, since you'd like to do a fantasy show, this works out well for you. This really does, and that's why I said that. <laughs> it all connects. So do you find that um, something like Seminar that's different every month going to be more or less difficult than a show that you would do kind of the same location, the same sound effects, kind of the same, I don't want to say the same story, but right. the same kind of universe. The kind of, yeah, yeah, I know what you're, t- I, I think I know what you're talking about. Um, is it more, more difficult? Is that what you're, is it more difficult? Is it, is it different at all? Uh, well, yeah, it's really different. I, I have a sound effects folder that keeps keeps building with each episode because all the all the uh, sound effects are unique, and mm-hmm. every every story has their own um, sound to it. I try to I try to make them sound different. I hope that's how it comes across. I couldn't really do that with fifty though, because there was only that one story. Right. Um, so you can't really tell there, but. Um, but yeah, I try, I try to make them sound unique in, in themselves and cause they are, and, uh, the stories we get sometimes are just mind blowingly, uh, intense or they can be the simplest conversation. You know what I mean? Right. So is it more difficult or is it just different? It's just different. I don't think it's any diff- any more difficult than a okay. regular show would be. Very cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been, you're, you're getting started doing Leo Blake and Genesis Avalon. What other, um, what other roles? Um, well, we talked about, talk about Benedict. Or, right. And Benedict. And, um, uh, oh, um, Tabula Rasa. I play a high school student named Jet, um, that we've only seen a couple times mm-hmm. thus far. And he is a slime bag. And I don't get to play those very often. And it's it's really fun. Um, <laughs> I, I, I hear all the time how people love playing bad guys, and I now I know why. He's not a bad guy. He just... He's more along the lines of a bad guy in the sense that, you know, high schoolers can be led to some things. I've heard actors say they like playing bad guys because it lets them get away with things they wouldn't otherwise normally get. <laughs> I can't think of any other bad guy. Oh, I I played um, uh, a bad mumbo-jumbo guy in a Western in sem- seminar one time. Okay. And I got shot in the stomach <laughs> with a shotgun by Lynn Cullen. Oh, that's one way to go. 
What about uh, roles that you'd like to do? Roles that I would like to do? Uh, um, I always love the quirky, um, quirky kind of nerdy characters. Um, that's <laughs> like in um, uh, Ocean's Eleven comes to mind. Um, those the the brothers. Those are always my favorite <laughs> characters in any movie. Uh, Timon and Pumbaa are my favorites in those. Um, who else? Um, you like being the comic relief? I yeah, uh, <laughs> I do like being the comic relief. Okay. Um, but that's not all it is to it, I guess. There. Sure. Uh, I don't know. I like I like the quirky characters, I guess. I guess the kind of characters that nobody else really likes, those are always my favorite characters. I liked Timon and Pumbaa. Okay, I'm not saying nobody liked Timon and Pumbaa. But, <laughs> but no, no I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Um, okay. Is there anything that you'd like to um, promote that you're working on, working in, in or out of Pendant? Um... Well, um, I'm not sure when it's going to release or if it's ever going to release, but I know that um, we shot some, I shot some footage for a web series that would be on YouTube, um, but that got kind of pushed aside, I guess, for quality reasons and the weather wasn't... Um, permitting us to shoot where we wanted and when we wanted. But I'm pretty sure that they are underway with revamping the scripts and everything for that. And hopefully we'll, we'll be shooting sometime in the near future. I don't know for sure of the details, but can you tell us what this web series is? Yes. I, there's a, there's a Facebook thing. Uh, it's called till the earth and I'm, I'm going to look up the uh, the Facebook page. Uh, yeah, Till the Earth um, web series is the name of the the Facebook page. So like facebook.com slash Till the Earth. T-I-L-L. T-I-L. T-I-L. Yeah. Oh, like until? Yeah. Okay. So you're acting? Yeah, I am, I am acting in that. Um, As... Can you say? I, I can, but I don't know if I want to. Okay. <laughs> um, if you go, if you can look at the photos if you want to. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't even know if I'm supposed to talk about the character at, at all. So Okay. I don't know. Okay. But we won't push that point. Yeah. And if you look at the, uh, the timeline cover, I, that was, that's my Photoshop skills there for the Till the Earth. Okay. Any other, any other projects you got going on? Uh, no, no, I don't think so. None that come to mind. Oh, I know what I didn't ask you yet. Ooh, fun. <laughs> um, and this could be really short. Um, okay. Have you thought about writing? Uh, no, yes, but I don't plan to, uh, simply because I'm not, I have the creative mindset. I just don't know how to put it on paper. Okay. I have... I've had ideas in the past, and I've tried to write them out, but it never comes—it never comes 
fluid, if you, if that makes sense. Well, you know, Jeffrey's been doing a lot of writing lately, and this just is off the cuff thought, and and Jeffrey can respond to this or not. Um, he's done the director classes. Maybe he'd be willing to do a writer class. Ooh, hey, that that Jeffrey. sounds awesome. What do you think of well, that? I don't think I don't think that's something you can really. I mean, you can try to teach it, but it's. I guess you have to be in a certain mindset. Like directing, you can teach someone how to put sound effects and music together. Sure. But I, putting a story on paper, I think, is totally different. But I could be wrong. I'm not a writer, so. Yeah, I'm not either, but maybe it's something Jeffrey would want to tackle, you know, in all of his spare time. <laughs> <laughs> all, of the, all of the loads of time he has. All right, well, Paul, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure, sir. And if anybody would like to get a hold of me, they can find me on Twitter at, uh, at JG underscore QA and at, um, let's see, what is my Facebook page? Because I never look at my own stuff. Can I plug my Twitter? Um, yes. I don't even know. <laughs> I said that. I, know, I don't even know what my name is. Um. Well, you look up yours, and then my face. Oh yeah, it's is... uh, it's Popsicle Junior, like as in popsicle, P A U L S I C L E J R. One of my buddies at work calls me Popsicle, so there Very... it is. <laughs> All right, so if you want to get a hold of Paul, you have that. If you want to get a hold of me uh, on Twitter at JG underscore. QA or on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash J O R D A N dot G O T T L I E B dot 5036 because that's what they gave me. I'm going to change that someday. And Paul, once again, thank you very much. Well, thank you, sir. And back to Jeffrey and Susan. It's over. It's over. It's over. Just the interview. It's over. This is a Wednesday. Yeah, it's a Wednesday, right? Coming out Wednesday, May 22nd, Season 1, Episode 7 of Tabula Rasa. Clark, can you hear me? Next time on Tabula Rasa, Keith has gotten himself caught in the crossfire. <laughs> you have no idea what you're getting yourself into. And as Clark struggles to pull him out of it. All right, we're going in. Move! 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 One of Jane's demons will finally be unmasked. <laughs> nice shot, Gats. Get your ass over here and help me with these two. It's All Out War as Tabula Rasa Season 1, Episode 7 premieres May 22, 2013 only at PendantAudio.com How do you know my name? <laughs> and coming out Wednesday, May 29th, episode 42 of Genesis Avalon. Next time on Genesis Avalon, Timothy Arthur struggles to accept his place in myth. Are you balmy? What? I'm supposed to be just thrilled that you're pulling a Monty Python on me? I've literally just been handed a sword by a woman from a lake doling out authority. You are exactly what the world needs, Timothy. The government's hammer falls. Attention, the borough of Manhattan has been placed under martial law by Executive Order 261.
I've got calls from Aunt Elise and Jason and Ben and they've been taken into custody and, and Martha's on the phone with me and then something about the subway and I lost her and... There's a warehouse about five or six blocks from Flushing Line up by 111. It's well stocked with supplies. It should be safe for us. And not even the mighty Avalons can escape its crushing weight. You can't do this to us. We're... What you, what you doing? I can't see. Let me go, you animals. Put him back in the water. No, wait. Wait, time to the board. Genesis Avalon, episode 42, and a hard stop. Coming May 29th, only at PendantAudio.com. Where? Where's my medallion? La la la, the show is almost done. And there's your episode. Paul! Yes. I just thought I'd say that. He was interviewed. Very exciting. There wasn't even a post-it. A magical post-it with all the news this well, week. We it was so short. We only have the one Whoa. item. But you know, Phantom Canyon, folks, come on. You want to get paid for your voice acting? That's pretty cool. You got to audition. And even if you don't get paid, that's professional credit. Pro credit. A, yes, in a paid production. That's right. That right. So you could be like, this was a paid production. That right. See, I was it. <laughs> that right. Yes, because you'll be able to find it up on, um, you We're know, like Amazon and iTunes and, and stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, it'll be great. So you can point to people and be like, I made that that professional thing that you got to pay to get. So That's that'll be cool. Right. We're gonna sell them. Not gonna be expensive or nothing, but you know. That's right. Whether you're a major role or woman number two, that's that's pro, baby. <laughs> be sure to stop by the website at pendantaudio.com the yahoo group at groups.yahoo.com slash group slash pendant the live journal community at community.livejournal.com slash pendant audio the facebook page at facebook.com slash pendant audio the twitter feed at twitter.com slash pendant web and the tumblr at pendantaudio.tumblr.com what you're cracking up through the whole thing i know why i don't know <laughs> okay i have the giggles <laughs> This is Susan Bridges. And Jeffrey Bridges. Thank you for listening. <laughs> What's going on with you? I don't know. You know how sometimes you just be like, everything is hilarious. Everything is hilarious. <laughs> I'm sorry. Definitely being an ass gal right now. <laughs> Douche bra, ass gal, I don't know. Douche hat. Hats! You stole it and then you don't even remember oh, it. Oh, I already forgot. Yeah, that makes you a true douche hat ass And gal. I was sure I would remember it forever. Mm. <laughs> Oops. That's harsh, man.